Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Welcome to a special episode of Trade Show University. I'm your host, Jim Cermak. Really excited that you're here today. And I, I wanted to do something a little bit different. I was recently interviewed on another podcast, and the podcast is called My Ag Life, and it's, an, it's about agriculture, and it's based out of California, and it appeals to people in the agriculture industry, specifically nut farmers on the West Coast. And this episode was fascinating from uh, because it went in a bunch of different ways. The the host Jason Scott, fantastic host, and he he puts on several regional trade shows a year. And he approached me and said, "Hey, I'd like to have you on because I'm going from these live events. We do several live events a year. Now everything's virtual." So this is from the perspective of a trade show organizer, trade show producer, and making that shift from live to virtual events and what are the challenges, so many challenges that he was going through and that I'm sure a lot of you that are listening, whether you're a trade show producer or you're putting on your own events, your own webinars, there's so many challenges of going from live to virtual. So we talked about so many things. So if you're, whether you're an exhibitor, a sponsor, a producer, an organizer, this is a great episode for you to listen to. So much great information. That's why I got uh, got their permission to share this episode with, uh, with all of the trade show warriors, all my listeners. So check it out. And I know you're going to find some great value in it. Uh, and we're going to dive right into that episode as soon as we hear from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. You know, as a business person, I love listening to podcasts. I, I'm guessing you do too, since you're listening to this one. I just learned so much from podcasts. They've, they've meant so much for my life and my business. But when I really want to dive into a topic, there's nothing like a book, a great book. But sometimes finding the time to, to read a book is so, so hard. But the thing that I have found is getting audiobooks. Audiobooks have just I because I could pop them in the car. I could I could put them on my headphones when I'm on the treadmill or going out for a walk or a run. It's a great way to dive into a topic. My friends and I at Audible, I want to give you a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial to Audible so that you can listen to as many as you want in 30 days. And it's just an amazing, uh, amazing service. So what you need to do go to www.audibletrial.com slash trade show you. That's audibletrial.com slash trade show the letter U. And you're going to get a free audiobook. And if you want a recommendation, especially if you're a small business, I've been recommending this book over and over and over. It is called The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. Probably the best book for a small business, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you're just getting started and you want to know where to go. That is the book for you. The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber and get it for free. It's regularly like 28 bucks. So you can get it for free. Just go to 
audibletrial.com slash trade show you. Go there now. Grab that book. Welcome to My Ag Life, where we cover your world in agriculture. This podcast is powered by your top publications in the industry, West Coast Nut, Progressive Crop Consultant, and Organic Farmer Magazines. Here is your host, Jason Scott, publisher and CEO. Hi, friends. Jason Scott here. I'm really excited because today we've got a very special guest with us, Jim Cermak, host of Trade Show University podcast and uh, also a trade show guru. It's some god-awful number, like 30 years of experience, right, Jim? That's a, <laughs> lot. <laughs> That's a long time to be focused on trade shows, but uh, really speaks to your experience. Um, so welcome. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. I'm really, really excited to talk to you today. Yeah, absolutely. We feel very privileged to have uh, such a trade show guru in our presence um, <laughs> to talk to us about this interesting time that uh, we're living in. And as we prepare for the 2020 and 2021 trade show season in yeah. agriculture, we are having to move, as you're well aware, to the virtual format. And so Jim has been kind enough to join us today and shed some light and his wisdom on all the important things that you'll need to know for the conferences and for the fall season trade shows that JCS Marketing will be putting on in the agriculture industry. So my first question, Jim, is can you tell me a little bit about your background in the trade show industry? Sure, sure. I'd be happy to. Well, I've been, I've been in marketing my entire career, which is uh, over 30 years now, which is, like you said, that's a long time. It's a long time in, in marketing and, uh, and in trade shows. I got my first taste of trade shows back when I used to work for, if, I don't know if anyone remembers, Fannie Farmer Candy Company. Way back when, in uh, in the uh, late uh, late '80s, I I was working with them, and they were a national brand at one time. Now they're kind of completely disappeared, but um, I got to go to the Philadelphia Candy Show, and the Philadelphia Candy Show is every every candy maker, confection, anything having to do with sweets is at this show, and. Literally, you know, kid in a candy store, but a like 100,000 square foot candy store with everything you can imagine and and going around. And I was just it was amazing. Just the energy going from booth to booth and just getting all everyone so excited about what they had to offer. Every, it was just amazing being there and obviously, okay, getting to eat candy nonstop for, uh, for a few hours is not a bad thing until you kind of burn out on, on sugar and start crashing a little bit. But it was the energy. It was the energy yeah. and getting to see all the new stuff and everyone's just so excited about what they had to offer. So fast forward a few years and I, we started doing our own shows and then I got into, I switched jobs. I started, I got into a manufacturing position with a manufacturing company and then we started going to those shows and it was the same kind of energy, the same kind of excitement. And I'm like, but this is not anything like candy. No, people don't normally get excited about manufacturing and metalworking and, and things like that. But these people did because that was their livelihood. And so just like you, know, you, you in the ag industry, there might be some people on the outside go, well, that's not very exciting. But for those in the industry, it's what you live. It's what you thrive on. And, and, and so it's exciting. And so 
I just got, I became to, to see all the nuances of it and why it was exciting and why it worked for some companies and quickly learned why it didn't work for other companies. And that's really over, over the years I have exhibited or planned or worked at hundreds of shows and from, from little, you know, small community-based like business expos to international shows with, you know, thousands of booths. And it was, it was just a, a evolution over time of learning and seeing what works and then seeing how many companies did it wrong and leaving money on the table. And so that's why I started the podcast. Cause I wanted, I it, it hurt me to see companies leave going, Oh, that was not a very good show. And while I know other companies were leaving there going, that was the best show ever. And how do, how do you make it the best show ever? And so that, uh, over time, you know, this is a long-winded answer to how I got <laughs> into trade shows, but but I just love the opportunities that they they provide for for attendees to be able to go and see so many people in the industry, so many competitors side by side by side, be able to compare and contrast and see all the new things that are coming out, all the innovations, and have one-on-one -on -one conversations about their company and how these vendors can help them. And then on the flip side, it's the sponsors and the exhibitors, those people that are in front and seeing their target audiences right in front of them and being able to talk to them. What are you struggling with? How can we help you? And get those questions answered and find those new customers in a really, really efficient way over the course of one, two, three, four, five days, however long the show is. It's very condensed and you've got a lot of people at one time. So it's, it's a really, really efficient marketing tool. So there, there we go. We've kind of brought, brought everybody up to where we're at today, but hundreds of shows and just uh, and really being uh, studying the industry over and over. That's great. Thank you for sharing. It's amazing because for me, agriculture has been the place that's really raised me in the conference and trade show world. I have been walking or attending World Ag Expo, which is the biggest trade show in the world for agriculture right here in the Golden State of California uh, since I was old enough pretty much to to walk from a young child and so while I've been to other trade shows outside of the market I'm really excited uh, to hear kind of a fresh perspective um, and kind of see a lot of the uh, mutual benefits right there there's yeah. there's some universal um, rules and um, things that no matter if it's a trade show in agriculture, if it's a trade show in uh, the medical field, right? There's a lot of commonalities that we find when we talk about uh, how to engage in a successful trade show experience. So I'm really excited, uh, Jim, uh, that you're here with us and going to give us your, your expertise uh, in this area. So sure. my next question to you is, is yeah. uh, you know, because of this time, COVID-19, it's kind of an unprecedented time and we're, yeah. we're being faced with a lot of challenges in the trade show industry and virtual trade shows is a very new concept for all of us. It's a very, very unfamiliar concept in agriculture where we th really thrive on these live events and getting farmers and experts together 
in you know a building for a day or a couple days yeah. where we can network shake hands in person and so this is a real new experience so a lot of my clients are unsure about the virtual trade show and and how that's all going to shake out can you explain why virtual trade shows are effective for our sponsors that are going to be participating in this conference sure wow it's a it is like you said it's such a weird time uh we've no one could have planned this no one was prepared for it and while you, you saw a lot of advancements over the years with technology and, and making more uh, virtual reality and things like that, it didn't all come to a screeching halt <laughs> like, yeah, like it did. I mean, it's, it's, it's just such a different world. So we were all forced to just, uh, we had to take a breath. We had to take a step back when this all really started happening in, in like March and April and and everything got canceled. And as, as an industry, we had to say, well, what do we do now? First it was, well, we'll postpone the, uh, postpone our live events till later in the year. And a lot of people were, they were fine with that, that answer until things continue to drag out longer and longer and longer. And so now what we're faced with is where we're at today. And so that's virtual. And, and like you said, there is huge opportunities here, huge opportunities for the sponsors that are coming into these events because they're, they're, it's just an unknown. But you got to think of it this way. The target audience, whoever was going to your, gonna go to your live event is probably still interested in coming to a virtual event because trade shows are just as important for attendees as they are for for the sponsors and for those exhibitors and for the trade show organizers. It's just as important because they're looking for their next, their next new products. They're looking for the next innovations. They're looking for who can my, my new vendor be or to rekindle relationships with old, old vendors and uh, other companies that they've, they've known in the past. So number one is that that market is there and they're going to be showing up. Secondly, You've got a market that could possibly be expanding because it's virtual. Now you have an opportunity to go well beyond the borders of where you normally would have drawn from. So maybe you would have just been able to draw from, uh, say, a hundred mile radius of the convention hall. Now you can get, go anywhere in the world that might also have people in your market. Other people within you know, the, the ag market, obviously there's agriculture in just about every state of, of the, the U.S., uh, in different different industries, different crops, things like that. But you've got a huge opportunity to grow. And so for your sponsors, you might be touching a much, much larger, larger much more diverse market and finding new opportunities that you never knew existed before because people are coming maybe from different, uh, different industries, from different crops, different, uh, what, I'm sorry for the, the, for the terminology. <laughs> that's okay. You can, you can fill in the blanks. Yeah, uh, absolutely. No, I think that's a really good point. You know, as I've told you before in our past conversations, JCS Marketing has a reputation for putting on the mini conference in agriculture and so we go into all these markets throughout the state of California and we put on these half day trade shows. And many of you watching this video are clients that, that tour up and down the state with us and do these mini conferences. And we go and we visit with 
growers and crop consultants in that area. And one of the things that these virtual trade shows is going to allow us is it's going to allow us a bigger opportunity to see more people throughout the state. And because the accessibility is so much easier in a virtual trade show, they don't have to travel, they don't have to buy a hotel, they don't have to, they don't have to. And so it's going to be a lot easier for growers and PCAs and CCAs and crop consultants and ag experts throughout the state to join us at these virtual events, which I think is a real opportunity for both you as a sponsor and for the attendee. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, it really uh, expands those opportunities. And the one thing I'll say is that, you know, this is, we're still in the infancy uh, of the, the technology and how this is all going to work. So everyone on both sides of the screen, so the sponsors and also the attendees, it's all brand new. It's all brand new. So everyone's yeah. got to cut everyone a little bit of slack <laughs> as, as you're going to be working through some bumps here. But you have to understand everyone wants to be there. Everyone is, is looking for those end results. You're looking for new customers the, and the attendees are looking for what's next, what's new, and to rekindle those, those relationships. Absolutely. Well said. How can sponsors uh, maximize their virtual conference experience in your opinion, Jim? Wow. Uh, I would say, number one, is you've got to come up, come at this thinking like an attendee. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you've been to a show before, you've been to one of these, these conferences before, maybe as an attendee, and you think about when you leave the show, what do you remember the most? You remember the, the new people that you connected with in a good way. You remember some conversations that you had. You remember uh, those engagements with people, okay? You might not remember the literature. You might not remember certain little things, but you, may, you might have remembered a great uh, 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 workshop that you went to, that you attended, that you got some great information. But it's all about what did they take away? So as a sponsor, I want you to think about how do I make that happen? How do I engage with people and in a meaningful way? How do I get them to, to take with them the information that I need to make, make sure that they take with them? What are the opportunities that I have? So that is going to be you know, reaching out to Jason and, and understanding what is this platform all about and how do we engage? How do we engage and, and work together uh, become partners. I mean, you, you guys have been working together and you've been partners in the past in live events. This is the time to double down and you're going to learn so much more and come away with a better understanding of your customer base and really understand who are your customers. That's a, the, the second thing here. Number one is how to engage. But really, I guess, let's back up. Number one is really understanding your customers. What are they going through right now? This is such an odd time. Everyone's been affected in different ways. So understand what they're going through and what are their needs? How do you get them back to where they need to be? How do you get them to help them reach their goals? And think about it that way. If that's the end goal of reaching, helping the customers reach their goals, the attendees reach their goals, how do I do that? How do I do that as a sponsor? What information do I need to give them and how do I best engage with them while they're at this virtual event? 
And that is going to be the key of really making sure that this is a successful thing for them. So that when they leave, they're going, oh my gosh, that presentation by ABC company was fantastic. Or I went to that exhibit, that blew me away. They showed me so many new things or they got, I got to go behind the scenes because it's virtual. Maybe in the past, you didn't have that opportunity to give people a behind-the-scenes look at, at something. But now, because it's virtual, maybe you could drop in a video. Or maybe you could drop in uh, some pictures that they have not been able to see before. So there's a lot of great opportunities that you have here. But you've got to really connect, understand your customer, connect with them, and really engage. Make that engagement happen. So I hope that helps. Yeah, great, great advice. So what... Um... How can sponsors maximize their their virtual ex- experience um, overall? Do you think? Well, again, you got to maximize those engagement opportunities. Um, I would reach out to Jason, find out everything that's available to you, and then see what is going to make the most sense for your company. Uh, from a sponsorship standpoint, I know you have a lot of opportunities. Uh, I got to review some of the some of the materials that, that Jason's putting together, and I was blown away by some of the opportunities he's making available to the sponsors. So see what is available to you, and then get with your team, brainstorm. How can we make this the best it can be? How do we engage people uh, with and make those conversations happen that need to happen because it's it's different it's a different world when you're across the screen versus face to face like Jason said not being able to put that hand out and, and shake someone's hand look them in the eyes and and have that real in depth conversation it's done a little bit differently but it can still happen so you need to understand how to do that you gotta you gotta find out what it is that they're looking for you gotta ask the right questions and you know. It's really, it's really understanding the platform, this new, this new dirt, digital world, the virtual world. If you go in thinking that it's going to be just like being at a trade show, you're going to be disappointed. So understand, get with Jason, find out what is the agenda looking like? How are things going to, going to roll? And then how can I best uh, engage with the people? Are there going to be breakout sessions? Is there going to be networking sessions? Is there going to be, you know, when, if, are we going to have a virtual booth where people can walk, you know, kind of quote unquote, walk up to our booth and see what we have to offer. And if, and once I get those people there, how do I have those good one-to-one conversations with them uh, so that they leave with no, with the, the right information that I want them to leave with. So that, that is really what I would say, is uh, going to be the best thing. And, and you know what? Give them something. Give, give things away. <laughs> give things away, whether that is a, whether you're having like a door prize or a, a special report that, that they need that would be valuable to them or logoed items or something like that. Give people something that they could take with them, even a, a, a digital giveaway or something that you, you take their information. We're, hey, we're going to mail you instead of you coming to our booth and we normally give away a flashlight or some sort of promo item. Hey, we're going to mail it to you. So we want we want to keep that that trade show experience alive. Now they got something in the mail a little bit later uh, after the show, again, reminding them of, of your connection. And you, you have that opportunity to then reach out again. Hey, did you get the, did you get the item we sent to you? Let's talk about we, when you were at the show, we talked about setting up an appointment, doing a demo with you. So make those engagements happen. Give some stuff away. Uh, 
be kind of aggressive, but in a positive way, because you have to bust through the screen. You, you've got to really bust through the screen. So, and I don't mean by, by being rude, aggressive, but, but don't let things just go away. You've got to make, uh, you got to make the best of the opportunity of people that are going to be in front of you uh, across the screen. So you've got to do everything that you can to make those conversations happen. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. We've worked very hard in preparation for this conference. Um, and by the way, I got to give credit where credit's due. I'm a big fan of Jim's podcast and he's been a big advocate. He probably doesn't even realize how much he's impacted this Crop Consultant 2020 conference. A lot of the things that you guys will experience as a sponsor and for the attendees came from ideas generated on uh, Jim's podcast, Trade Show University. So everything from t-shirts, we gave all the attendees a, a t-shirt, to a lot of the sponsorship ideas that uh, you will see throughout the conference and that you guys have invested in. Uh, Jim's, Jim's been kind of the, the idea guy uh, behind the scenes from a distance uh, with, with leading the charge with his uh, excellent podcast. So, but my, my point being is that just because this is a virtual trade show doesn't mean it can't feel like a trade show. And I think that's, as you speak, Jim, that's, that's really what I want to encourage you sponsors to think about is how can we still put that feel like a live event? How can we recreate that at our virtual booth? And I think, Jim, you had some really good ideas there. Thank, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So I want to talk to you a little bit about competitive, the competitive advantage uh, that exists uh, with being a virtual sponsor uh, versus those other companies who have decided to sit out and wait for live shows to resume and come back. Can you talk a little bit about how you see this being a competitive advantage that exists for these sponsors that have stepped up and have made that commitment to be part of the virtual landscape? Yeah, yeah. Anyone who is on the fence, get off the fence, commit, <laughs> become, become a sponsor, because you've got to commit. And here, here's the thing, here's what I want you to remember. During this time, all your customers, are at home. They're, they're all at home. They're not going anywhere. And, and in the ag industry, maybe that's what they do anyway. I don't know they, they, you know, that they, uh, they stay at home or uh, you know, on their farms, whatever the case might be, but they are at home. They're waiting for communication. They're looking, they're on their computers probably more than they ever have been, on their f smartphones more than they ever have been. And if you're not communicating with them, and especially if the pa in the past, the one time a year, or a couple times a year, however often they were able to get to one of these mini conferences, if that was the only time they saw you and now they're not going to see you when the, when the uh, virtual conference comes up, when this digital conference comes up, you're, you're going to miss out because guess what? Somebody else is going to be there. One of your competitors is going to be there and they're going to be talking to your customers who right now might be looking for brand new solutions that they've never looked for before because of the, the industry, because of the economy, because of what their customers are going through, whatever the thing is that they might be in a, in a position, they're ready to buy. They're ready to look for new solutions. And if you're not there, they're going somewhere else. They're not going to wait around till next year when, 
you know, the, the live event. That would be great if everything got put on hold. No, it wouldn't be great. <laughs> that's, where, that's kind of where we're at now. But no, they, 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 want, they want solutions. They're going to be looking somewhere and you don't want to miss out on that. So please, uh, and I've, I've seen other companies that now they're scrambling. Uh, and I, I, I'm in the, uh, the business world and I'm, I've do a lot of work with, uh, with a variety of industries. Uh, one of the main ones is, is transportation and automotive and in the manufacturing sector. And a lot of companies just kind of waited. They thought, well, we'll, we'll wait this out because we, everyone thought this was going to be here and gone in a matter of, of weeks or a month or two. And here we go. We, we have no idea when, uh, when all this is going to end. And so they waited to do any aggressive marketing. Oh, we'll go to the live show. We'll go to the live show. And then the live show keeps getting put off, put off, put off. And now they're scrambling and trying to make up time. And guess what? Some of their customers already bought. They, they, they shifted because someone else was in front of them making a pitch and, and presenting new opportunities, new, new uh, products, new services, things like that. So don't miss out, please, please don't uh, do not miss out. This is a great opportunity. And the cool thing about the virtual space is that if you do it once and it works, you could do it again quickly. It's not like you have to rent the hall and schedule everything and people have to get hotel rooms and all that. You could schedule another one and you could schedule another one and you can have more opportunities uh, to, to get in front of those people, but don't miss out because you don't know when the next opportunity is going to be. And maybe it's not going to be until that next live event, but don't miss out. I guess that's, uh, <laughs> if I hit that uh, enough, don't miss out. Yeah, <laughs> don't, no, don't I, I appreciate you driving that point home t- to us. And, and I think, I think it merits a lot of consideration for those considering other virtual events and, and uh, looking forward, you know, as we go on uh, throughout the, the end of the year and into a very important season that we in the agriculture call post-harvest. So this is kind of the sweet spot where uh, most of our farmers throughout California are harvesting. And so it gives crop consultants, PCAs, CCAs, and ag retailers uh, a bit of a moment to kind of take a step back and breathe. And that's why we strategically scheduled this uh, crop consulting conference for this time. But I think what's really important to kind of follow up on what Jim said was, this is a great time to prepare for those fourth quarter post-harvest decisions that growers and crop consultants are going to be looking at um, and making those big decisions. And survey after survey shows that the that the two major things that every grower wants to think about and make big decisions about and is constantly on their mind is chemicals and fertilizers. And so um, this is a great moment in this time of year to have a presence at this conference and to plead your case to crop consultants, PCAs, and CCAs that help these growers make these decisions and write the requisitions. So uh, thank you, Jim. Great point. My next question to you is, what advice would you give the first time virtual sponsor looking to make the most out of their trade show experience? What is the big piece of advice that you would give? Yeah, it's a great question. That's a great question. Now, if any of you who's, who's watching this or listening to this right now, if you've been to a webinar 
you've been to a virtual meeting, you've been to a something virtual, okay, some sort of a virtual event, I want you to think about what your experience was as an attendee, okay, as someone coming to one of these things, and, and did, you, did, did it keep your interest? If so, what was it that kept your interest? Was it just a, an engaging speaker? Was it the topic? Did it, were you bored? <laughs> what happened in that moment? If you think about when you're right across from somebody at a live event, you have got their attention. They're, they're, they're a couple of feet from you or less. Okay, they're right there. And so when you're having a conversation, you've got their attention. But when you're in a room, someone's in a room and they're watching you on a laptop and all of a sudden uh, their kid runs in the room or the dog barks or something or their phone starts buzzing and all of a sudden you've lost their attention. So you've got to do everything you can to maximize their attention. And so at the, if you're doing a presentation, I would say right at the beginning, hey, this is so important. I want you, if you could do this for me, put your phone away, close the door, eliminate any of your, any distractions, because what I have, we got to show you is just so, it's so awesome. And we want to make sure that you, you capture everything that we're saying. And especially if you're giving a long presentation, you're doing a demo or something like that, you want to make sure people are engaged. So make sure you do that. Bring your best stuff is another thing. Bring your best stuff, whatever is new. That's what people want to know about. They want to see what's the new stuff. They know about the old stuff. They bought the old stuff before, and if they're happy with it, great. But what can you tell them about what is new that your company is offering? Maybe it's even new pricing. Maybe it's a new guarantee. Maybe it's, but it's something new that's going to crap, capture their attention. You also want to think about when you have your presentation pulled together, review. Review it and practice it over and over and over. You want to come across as, as engaging, as excited, so that you do keep their attention. And if, you have, if you've ever been to one of these before and there's a chat maybe available while, while you're making a presentation and people are, are chatting, uh, then ask for engagement. Hey, how many of you... Uh, if this is your first time coming to this, you know, put, put first time in the, in the chat, get people typing away, get people engaged somehow, ask them questions, any time, any way that you can to get them to be engaged with you uh, is, is another thing. And then also finally have a solid call to action. Don't just leave it as, well, if you're interested, give us a call. No, 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 don't do that. Have something that you say, okay, what, what you need to do next is go to our website and just sign up right on our homepage. There's a, a thing there for the email or we're going to drop a link in there. Click on that link and we will get you signed up for, for the next demo that, that we can come out or somehow you're going to engage with them with a call to action that makes them do something that they want to do, that they're going to get something from. And then that will allow you to further engage with them after the event. So those are the things that I would, that I would say, make sure that you look at it from an attendee standpoint, make it, uh, you know, practice so that it's not boring, make it engaging and, and have that strong call to action. And don't forget to bring your best stuff, your new stuff to the, to the event. Yeah. So product demonstrations, I think are a big opportunity. Um, can you tell us a little bit about in your experience, how, 
our sponsors could maximize on product demonstrations and uh, capitalize on, on that piece of a virtual uh, experience with product demonstrations. Absolutely. I mean, if you could do a, a live product demo, depending on what your product is, okay, if, if, if you could do a live demo right there that you could show people and engage with them at that point and even have them ask questions, uh, you know, hey, can you, can you lift it up? Can you, can you turn that around so we could see it from the, from the backside or, you know, if you could do a live, that would be fantastic. If, if your product or your service is not uh, very good live, then do a new video. Go into your, your plant, go into your uh, show out in the field, show how your product works, uh, first time application, so that they, the, so the people can see and get them start to nod their head. Wow, yeah, I could see that working for me. I could see that working. Show it somehow, either show it live during the event or a video of it actually working. And focus, don't focus on the features. Don't focus on it has three blades or it has this kind of efficacy. Talk about the benefits of what they're going to get from that, that they could save 20% on their actual, their annual fertilizer costs, or they can, uh, their harvesting could be uh, 3% faster, which can lead to this much more in revenues. Focus on the benefits so that when people leave, they go, yes, I understand that because so many, you have to assume that people don't know what you're talking about. You have to talk to them that, they, that they're maybe brand new to the industry because some people are going to be brand new. Maybe they just got hired on by that company or, and, and they're there to find out a new solution. They're there to learn. So if you start talking about uh, uh, 22% efficacy versus 28% efficacy of something, that might go right over their head. But if you could say you will save this much money by using this much less fertilizer, or pesticide on your crops in the next upcoming year, now all of a sudden they remember, oh, we could save you know, $15,000. We could save uh, 20% of our annual cost by, uh, by implementing this, this feature or this service or this product. So focus on the benefits is, is probably the best uh, advice I can give you for that. Great, yeah, no, that's uh, really good advice. Thank you for that, Jim. Well, let's talk a little bit about your podcast, Trade Show University. Tell us a little bit about that and why our client base should be tuning into that because I, I think they should. So will you tell us a little bit about what you offer in that podcast? Absolutely. I love talking about my podcast. Uh, I have, I, I've, uh, I just, uh, we just, uh, as of uh, today, we released a uh, uh, I think we have 47 uh, podcast episodes. Each episode is different. Each episode hits a different topic. And if you go all the way back to the first four or five or six episodes, those are the basics. And, and my target audience is any company that is sponsoring or exhibiting at a trade show, okay, or a local business expo or an international conference where you are, you have a table, you have a booth, you have a screen <laughs> virtually, you have a screen and your target audience is on the other side of your table or they're walking past you. How do you best engage with them? So each episode, we talk about, num episode number one is goal setting. That is, uh, it's so important. Not enough companies do this before going to a, to a show and then they leave and they go, oh, we had a good show. 
Well, what did what do we do? Well, we got we got uh, twenty seven leads. Well, how, what did we do last year? I don't know, I, but uh, it was a great show. <laughs> and if you do the, you, you go but look back last year and you got forty leads, and this year only got twenty seven. So, but if you don't have a goal, you're not going to know if it was really a good show or not. So, goal setting so important. It's a great episode. Um, and to piggyback on that, if I, if I may, I'm just going to tangent real quickly. If you go to my website, I've got a, I've got a free gift for you. Uh, if you go to tradeshowu.biz, that's tradeshow, the letter U dot B-I-Z, right on the homepage, sign up for the email newsletter, and I'm going to send you, free of charge, no, no strings, my ultimate goal-setting guide for trade shows. And it even has a whole virtual section in there. So it, it's going to help you out. It's, there's some great information in there. But uh, going back to, uh, to the podcast, like I said, every episode is different. There's an ep- episode about training your staff. Uh, but let's move into the virtual world. I've got the top 10 uh, ways to engage people at, at virtual events. I've had uh, great um, guests on. I have a lot of uh, guests on. Some of them are just me talking about the top 10 or this or, uh, or six reasons why you need to uh, sponsor an event, things like that. But then there's also, I, I just had on a, uh, an exhibit builder who had to make a major pivot because their whole world is trade shows and now everything's gone virtual. And so they have nothing to build. And so they have shifted to a virtual world. They took their warehouse, they upfitted it with, they painted it all black, a section of their warehouse, and they're, they're, that's where they're hosting virtual events. And it's just, uh, the way they're doing it is just so cool. So having guests on like that, getting new ideas. Uh, I've had public speakers on talking about how to give more engaging presentations, which, and that translates over virtual or live. So, it, I can just go on and on and on, but we've got a lot of great information. And uh, uh, so I strongly, uh, strongly recommend uh, checking us out. We're on all the major podcast platforms. So if you listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, any of those, just search for Trade Show University. You'll find it. All the episodes will be there. Just start, start binging. <laughs> start binge listening. Yes, absolutely. Um, I've listened to several of those episodes, uh, nearly all of them, and some of them more than one time because there's just so much rich information there uh, for trade show um, professionals, whether you're uh, an organizer like me or uh, somebody who sponsors like yourself who's watching this video. There's a lot of great information there and it helps me understand your perspective and the the perspective of it, attendees and so i'm a, i'm a student of jim cermak's <laughs> trade show right, university thank you for that thank absolutely you for that. <laughs> absolutely well the folks in this uh watching this video know that i'm a straight shooter and and i always mean what i say and so you do a fabulous job and that's why i really uh, was excited to have you on today to um, give a, a, a shot, give us all a shot in the arm for this uh, virtual format that we're going to be walking into here. And so you've got, you've got some great wisdom and have given us some great counsel today. And I, w- I want to personally encourage everybody to take advantage of Jim's very, very nice offer and generous offer to uh, share his goal guide. Uh, I have gone through this goal guide myself. There's a lot of good insights 
Uh, we kind of just scratched the surface with it. There's a lot of good nuggets there. Highly encourage each of you sponsors to just uh, take advantage of that opportunity, print it out and uh, set some goals for uh, the virtual trade shows that you'll be attending um, in coming up for the Crop Consultant Conference and for the remainder of the year and those going into 2021. So uh, Jim, you want to give that website one more time and where they can find that whole guide? Yeah, absolutely. Just go to tradeshowu.biz. That's tradeshow, the letter U dot B-I-Z. It's right on the homepage. You'll see it pop right up on, on there. Just uh, put your email in there and you'll get the, I'll send out the, the goal guide right away. And also, uh, and then I just sent out a monthly, not a monthly, a weekly newsletter. It always has a new tip in there and they're usually around uh, usually around the virtual space, how to make your virtual events even better. So it, 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 it check out the podcast, go search for the virtual events to learn more how to do this thing effectively. It's all brand new. So if there's any way I can help, and, and as Jason can attest to, every episode, it's just all value. It's all value. I'm not selling anything. It's just, I bring on great guests. I bring on, uh, I, I try to present some really, really solid information that's going to help you, help you and just to get better results. The, the tagline is, we're going to help you get your PhD in ROI. So get that return on investment. Yes. No, I agree. That's one of the things I enjoy about Jim's podcast is it's chock full of information and not sales pitches. So I appreciate your integrity, Jim. I appreciate your professionalism and what you do uh, for our industry um, in California and nationwide and around the globe. Uh, I know that you have listeners from all over the planet. And so thank you for what you do. Any final thoughts on virtual trade shows? I just don't miss out. Don't miss out. Bring your A game. Pre- I don't say pretend. That's just such a bad word. Approach this like it was a, a live event. And just like, like it was your, pretend it was going to be your best event ever. I keep saying pretend. This is going to be your best event ever. Approach it like it's going to be your best event ever. Bring your A game. Practice up. Know your products. Know your service. Bring those benefits. And you're going to leave there with so many new opportunities. So just approach it like it's going to be your best live event ever, but don't miss out. Don't, don't make the mistake that you're going to uh, wait until next year. Well, I'm very excited and thank you so much for joining us. And uh, Jim, thanks again for, for uh, being with us today and, and helping us in uh, the virtual trade show industry. Appreciate it. Uh, My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. This was awesome. This was awesome. Thanks so much. This is Jason Scott reporting for Progressive Crop Consultant and the Crop Consultant Conference 2020. Thanks for listening. Subscribe for updates on new episodes, exclusive content, and more at myaglife.com.